Welcome to Project Oncology on ReachMD. On this episode, sponsored by Daiichi Senkyo, we'll hear from Dr. Pavni Chalasani, Associate Professor of Medicine at the University of Arizona Cancer Center. Dr. Chalasani joins us to discuss clinical statistics and trends in HER2-low breast cancer. Here's Dr. Chalasani now. HER2 status was thought to be fairly homogeneous in in a tumor. However, recently the classifications through the American College of uh, Pathology basically also demonstrated that there's intratumoral HER2 heterogeneity. So when we say heterogeneity, we are implying that within the tumor, there are areas where the HER2 gene or the HER2 testing is positive, but there are also cells or areas of tumor where the HER2 testing is considered negative or classified as negative. That is what is defined as heterogeneity. The HER2 heterogeneity can be found as you know, distinct clusters of cells or among non or cells which are not amplified for HER2, and they're mixed with you know, HER2 positive or HER2 gene where HER2 is positive. So it is important to you know, test the tumor, the entire field, and you know, it's to kind of figure out the areas which are positive and are also not as strongly positive to detect if there is intratumor heterogeneity. The ASCO cap has a defined the intratumoral heterogeneity as areas where um, the HER2 fish is positive by greater than 5%, but less than 50% of the tumor cells. So that is in one area of the definition. Or within the tumor, there was an area where the HER2 testing was is negative. So that is how it is defined as HER2 heterogeneity. When the 2018 HER2 classification and the HER2 testing, uh, the guidelines have come out, they try to emphasize and you know take out the HER2 equivocal area, which were in the prior classification of HER2. So when the new classification came out and they had like five groups defined in the HER2-ish categories to kind of help classify more as HER2-negative or HER2-positive. And there have been a few studies since the new classification has come out in 2018 where they were trying to figure out how to reclassify the HER2 status. And there have been a few studies which have been published since then. More, you know, obviously, all of them are retrospective, looking at how the HER2-equivocal cases in the prior classification would have been defined. And in a nutshell, the new classification has helped um, um, you know, defining, like I said, better into the HER2 positive and the HER2 negative. But in general, the HER2 positive, there's a little bit less HER2 positive cases, and they have refined in in, de- in defining it much better. The HER2 positive breast cancers are present in about 50, 20% of all breast cancers. So these are defined as HER2 3 plus with complete uh, membrane staining in more than 10% of the cancer cells by immunohistochemistry, or where the HER2 gene the fish ratio is more than two and more than four gene copy number by the HER2 gene copy number. There are other classifications of HER2 positive based on the new ASCO CAP guidelines. However, there is a large subgroup where the HER2 immunohistochemistry is one plus or two plus, but the fish is negative. And they actually end up making the majority of them. It's almost 40 to 50% where the immunohistochemistry does show one to two plus staining, but the fish is negative. So that's a large group. The HER2, the immunohistochemistry zero is about 30 to 40%, but the low, which is immunohistochemistry one to two plus and fish being negative is significant group of breast cancers. However, when the HER2 is truly low, when it is immunohistochemistry 1 or 2+, plus, 
but the fish is negative, at this current time, there is no role for HER2-targeted treatments. However, in the past, there have been studies which showed that there was some signal of using HER2-targeted therapies. And now, more recently, with multiple new agents coming up, which do target the HER2 protein and the gene, especially the protein expression, there is, you know, rethinking if those tumors would actually do respond to some kind of HER2-targeted treatments. There are antibody drug conjugates, there are bispecific antibodies, there are multiple other ways they're looking at this unique population, which, you know, it's about almost half of all breast cancer. So the consideration is using some kind of this targeted therapies to her too, and seeing if they would benefit and how we can use them to improve the outcomes for these patients where, you know, especially when the majority of the subgroup at the HER2 is low, a majority of them do have even a hormone receptor positive expression, and they're not that responsive to chemotherapy. Can we take advantage of this HER2 expression to improve the outcomes, to improve responses to therapy? So there's a lot of exciting uh, new um, uh, trials coming up in that space. The And again, like I mentioned before, this all comes from data from phase one studies where they were looking at antibody drug conjugates and other novel agents targeting the HER2 that they did see promising responses in the HER2 low category too. This episode of Project Oncology was sponsored by Daiichi Sankyo. To access this and other episodes in this series, visit ReachMD.com slash Project Oncology, where you can be part of the knowledge. Thanks for listening.